Hey folks, EJS here from Thrive Validate, and I want to record a quick introduction on why you should listen to this podcast. So first, it's with Stephen Wright, who's the co-founder of the SCD Lifestyle uh, website that was dedicated to helping people with digestive issues. That morphed into Healthy Gut Company, which makes products uh, around digestive enzymes, tributyrin, and HCL. But recently, Stephen and his team added a product called um, Holoimmune, which addresses immune system you know, imbalances. And so what we cover in the podcast today is really just kind of taking it from the top of, you know, why did he create this, uh, this product called Holoimmune? Um, you know, what is the immune system and where is it located? We've often heard that 80% of it is in the gut, but it's made up of two branches. And so it goes into the adaptive immune system and, and the innate immune system and kind of how they play off each other that are called TH1 and, and, and TH2. And, um, and what causes some of the imbalances that we, we deal with today, um, how it can help with upper respiratory um, issues as well as skin issues, how, how this product can, um, and where, where folks tend to run into you know, problems with the, the various imbalances there, and how holoimmune differs from traditional immune system support like vitamin C and quercetin and zinc and and acetylcysteine and and how it can also complement things right use uh, those things you still need vitamin C for example um, and then how it impacts you know um, uh, upper respiratory skin issues uh, we even get into you know how, how it can help um, or it certainly doesn't hinder um, traditional you know gut support products and things like that and then we get into obviously how the what's what's in here right because it's it's something called um, a para probiotic so it's these young probiotic strains they take they're, they're heat cured so they're they're not actually living but that changes the cell structure and how it interacts with um, the receptor sites in our, in our gut so it's a really fascinating podcast um, if you uh, want to jump right to the website you go to healthygut.com and use the code thrive 15 that's t-h-r-i-v-e one five for 15 percent off at healthygut.com so enjoy the podcast and leave any questions in the show notes thanks all right hey folks this is ejs from thrivality.com and i am excited to have stephen wright from healthy gut back on the podcast today stephen was the co-founder of the scd lifestyle website uh, which really offered guidance to people around nutrition and how they could optimize their gut health. Stephen, over time, began to recognize that there were gaps sort of in the gut supplement market, and he and a, a friend co-founded um, HealthyGut.com, or the SCD Lifestyle became Healthy Gut. Um, and I use their products every day, right? So I use um, Holozyme, two of these. I use one tributyrin in the morning, which is the short-chain fatty acids. And then uh, two HCL guard, literally with every meal I take, I don't leave the home without them. I travel with them. Um, and I, I really have found them to be over the past year, uh, the better part of a year to be really next level. But we're not here to talk about those today. We're here to talk about a relatively new product that Steven and his team have introduced. And it's called Holo Immune. So Steven, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me back, Eric. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome to have you here again. So, you know, why did a gut company create this product? Uh, or I mean, what was sort it, of the need born, you saw? Yeah, it was born out of, out of the pandemic. Uh, I wanted to have the best health possible because in the early days, we didn't know that much. And, um, you know, my fiance was in 
cancer treatment at the time, um, mm. you know, of other people in my family with suppressed uh, immune systems. And so I was searching in, in March and February before it was like the toilet paper scare. Um, I was already on this and I was concerned and I had, you know, you can look at blog posts I did back in like 2013, 2014 that were like super high dose D, A, zinc, um, you know, various mushrooms, all kinds of just, you know, adaptogens for the immune system. Mm -hmm. And I pulled out that stuff and it still was not like satisfying enough for me. And so then I started looking into the research about upper respiratory tract infections and like what had research on it. Um, and of course, I happened just to look through the gut as my lens to view the world. Mm -hmm. And I kept coming across these things called paraprobiotics, which had been studied for upper respiratory tract infections and uh, provided some benefit in human trials. And so this kept, you know, kind of, I kept finding them and I'm like, okay, this is really weird. So then I just started digging deeper into like, hey, is there something going on in the gut immune area? Like is, if everybody's focused over here on these building blocks of our immune system or these modulators of our immune system, are we missing an entire area of, of immunity in the gut that maybe we could modulate something or increase or do something in there that would provide, you know, universal benefit across the body. And so that's where I got excited about paraprobiotics. I got excited about like trying to understand how the gut interplays with the immune system. And it kind of just really, I'm no immunologist yet, but it really blew open my world around understanding food sensitivities, um, you know, histamine related issues, uh, neuroinflammation related issues. And just this idea that like, I was thinking about the immune system all over the body, but the truth is, is that 80% of it's right in the core, right around your intestines. And so if you were trying to deliver something to interact with your immune system, you would deliver it through the gut. Mm. Fascinating. So you saw this gap in the market where most people were focusing on things that modulate basically the immune system. So echinacea, zinc, quercetin, and acetylcysteine. Like that's kind of my go-to list, right? When I think about the immune system, traditionally vitamin D, um, those are the things that, you know, I go to and are very common in the market, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I found these studied paraprobiotics and I wanted them. I wanted them for myself. I wanted them for my family. And there was only one that was commercially available that I could get my hands on. And this, you know, there was, I was looking at research on like four or five of them. And so that kind of was like annoying. Like, I don't like to be told no, if, if there's benefit and it makes sense to me. And so that's kind of where the project got kicked off. Ah, very, very helpful. And, and so just what is the definition of a para a para probiotic what is what does that mean yeah so um and i think this is important i'm having to reiterate this over and over again so it's it's important so prebiotics are the food for your bugs probiotics are studied strains of typically live bacteria um that are shown to be helpful for humans paraprobiotics are heat killed immature probiotics so in other words, when they're culturing and, and, and creating the probiotics, it's an adult, usually live probiotic cell. A paraprobiotic is killed earlier in its life cycle um, with heat. And what that does is it makes it so it has a different cell membrane and different cell membrane receptors. And that's the key because that, it, that change, while subtle, produces definitely big time outcome change in, in humans. 
Um, and that's that's the cool thing about paraprobiotics is apparently we're essentially feeding different information through these receptors and through these cell membrane components to the immune cells in our gut. And that modulates things and, and sort of helps support various pathways. Mm, super, super interesting. I want to get to the, the method of action um, um, further on. So let's let's talk a little bit about the immune system. And, and maybe I'm just going to try and, and, and share... Uh, my screen here, because I think on your website, you've got a really helpful diagram um, that uh, talks about the the immune system, right? And, yeah. and, and, and what it is and where it is. And so, you know, I understand it's TH1 and TH2 or, you know, innate immunity and adaptive immunity, but, but walk the, the listener through basically this diagram and ex- describe the immune system. Yeah, so um, basically, you have the innate the the two biggest broadest classifications of the immune system are the innate immunity, which you see there in the blue, and the adaptive immune system, which you see there in the orange. And the innate immunity is like inflammation, whether it's a stomach uh, a stomach bug or a rolled ankle or a cut, you know, a paper cut or something like that's natural killer cells, mast cells, white blood cells, and it's it's nonspecific. It's just rushing in to handle whatever the injury is, um, something has to communicate from the innate immune system over to the adaptive. Like something has to say, Hey, something's happening over here. We're going to maybe need to crank out some antibodies. And so the dendritic cells are the most primarily the, the, the biggest connector, if you will, between the two. And you can see them there in the middle and they basically pass information over to your B and T cells who then start to spit out more specific adaptive related uh, immune support, whether that's antibodies or different types of cytokines, um, different types of interferons. It it gets really complex. And even I'm still a novice trying to understand the adaptive immune system at at its all the cytokines and everything that's going on there. But in general, I think what um, happens is we start to think about like, I want a strong immune system. And that's what I thought too. I'm like, literally my whole life, I was like, I want a strong immune system because if it's strong, then um, maybe bad things won't happen to me. Unfortunately, as you can see from this diagram, there's a lot of components. And in general, when we start talking about TH1 and TH2, what people start are starting to describe are when the immune system gets out of balance. And if you start from a place of out of balance, like, If you start walking, let's say you're going to walk the dogs and one of your shoes has a little pebble in it and you're out of balance, by the time you get back from that walk, your foot is going to be in a lot of pain. Mm. So if we take a out of balance immune system and then we dump a bunch of vitamin C and zinc and vitamin D and, um, you know, elderberry, whatever your choice of those modulators is, there's no guarantee that we're not causing a bigger blister or a bigger issue. And so that's where I've become extremely excited and extremely focused with this product and in general is how do we basically give adaptogenic support so both sides of this um, equation are balanced and are healthy, not just strong. Yeah, I, th- I think that's really, really, really important because you don't want an overreactive you know, immune system. I mean, one of the problems with people have more complex illness they get mass you know so you've got mast cells on the left side of this diagram they get mast cell activation syndrome right where it's too strong <laughs> and it's producing too many mast cells and that creates all kinds of problems so i think you're right we want to modulate we want to balance the immune system 
Um, so it's strong, but regulated. Yeah. And I Balanced. think where, yeah, yeah, it's in balance. So like, so how I like, to, another way I like to describe it, and I think analogies are really helpful for this because it is quite the complex um, orchestra, if you will, is we want uh, to use, we want our immune system and our body to use a feather if a feather is needed, and we want it to use a hammer if a hammer is needed. Uh, but we don't great. want to get those mixed up. We don't want the tools doing different jobs. If it's supposed to be a screwdriver, please, immune system, don't use a hammer because it's going to cause extra damage to the cells around it or the neurons or wherever that that issue is happening. And so we want a we want tolerance with our world whether that is a allergen from uh, the tree or the grass or a bug, you know, a virus or a bacteria or something. We want, we want to have a, a, uh, the right sort of um, tool for the job and the right tolerance to that tool. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to explain it. Um, okay, so let's shift to some ways that um, immune systems can get dysregulated, right? And on your website, you've got a great list of you know, these five common malfunctions, right? You can have someone who's underactive, right? It's too 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 passive on the on the sort of the innate side, or it's it's overactive, like too aggressive on the innate side. So this would be like mast cell activation mast cells. syndrome, right? Yep, 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 that'd be a good one. Um, you've got poor communication between the two branches, um, or you've got you know underactive adaptive or overactive adaptive, or it's you know too too destructive. So walk us through through each of these. Yeah. So. You know, underactive innate immunity is typically seen in like super immunocompromised individuals or elderly folks. Um, this is where you can't even mount the appropriate um, fever or the appropriate infection response, natural killer cells, to just a generalized uh, aggression to the body. Um, that's, you know, again, that's typically in pretty sick people or or elderly. Like you said, the the overactive innate immunity is when those cells rush in to do their job, but they don't get the communication to stop, right? They, they like, you know, go back to your, your locations or whatever, stop attacking the cut or the ankle or whatever it is. And so this can be things like mast cell activation. This can be um, just chronic inflammation. There's nothing turning off that, you know, those cytokine storms or something like that. So that one seems to be, you know, more prevalent to some degree in the chronic mm -hmm. health world. Um, poor communication between the two sides. This is like where you have like maybe a dendritic cell issue or something called plasmacytoid dendritic cells, which we can talk about a little bit more later. But um, this is where it's sort of disorganized, where maybe you react some days, you don't react other days. Uh, maybe you're picking up autoimmune conditions year over year. Um, there's there's sort of a, a mix up of the communication about what's a real threat and, and what's not a real threat. The Underactive ad adaptive immunity, um, I call this one not smart enough. This again happens in really depressed um, immune systems and elderly folks. There's a plenty of studies on why, for instance, um, certain sort of inoculations against elderly people don't work as well. And one of the reasons why is they just aren't able to form the right B cell and T cell um, antibody sort of formation processes. And so that's a, a real issue there. And then overactive is, is typically, uh, this is where you get into autoimmunity, right? It's, it's, it's trying to create antibodies towards everything that it sees. Um, you know, basically your dendritic cells and everything that's happening on the one side is passing the information over and everything that is getting classified as a, as a bad guy. And we have to make antibodies against everything, you know, celiac or, or 
Hashimoto's or, you know, the other hundred plus autoimmune conditions. And so we can have any of these five. Um, I think in general, what we see, unless you're able to run like Cyrex Labs has the best, um, I think, immune panel out there. And unless you have access to that panel, which I think is like five or 600 bucks, you can't really look at your B cell counts, your T cell counts, your um, natural killer counts. Like you have really no ability to see into the window of which one of these might be happening for you other than trying to match your symptoms um, and your pattern of your life to these sort of disorganized um, ways of being. Mm, super, super helpful. So why do you think we have these common you know, malfunctions of the immune system? What, what sort of drives um, these kinds of problems? Um, I mean, I think it's the same things that drives pretty much all chronic health issues. And this is just caught up in part of the process. So, I mean, this is, you know, I don't know that the immune system is really in the driver's seat. I think it's always kind of reacting to the world around it. And so, um, some people, you know, maybe shouldn't be eating gluten and grains because it causes inflammation. If you're causing inflammation on a regular basis and you can't turn that that inflammation at the gut level off, you're going to start to have, um, you know, maybe some shutdown of those inflammation pathways, right? Your body's going to start getting used to this level of, of uh, inflammation or un be unable to shut it off. And so based on your genetics, your diet, maybe you get in a car crash, you hit your head, maybe you go through a stressful divorce that can trigger any one of uh, a number of breakages. And I think it's, it's the immune system kind of just gets caught up in it. I don't know that there's a certain trigger for each of the five if you will yeah yeah i mean stressors can knock the bat you know the body out of balance and you know i think modernity too can be a big factor right we're just we're just faced with so many things in our modern environment you know i, I liken it to a you know a, a cup right and and you can only fit so many things in the cup if you have too many inputs it begins to overflow like cytokine storms you know it's it's something triggers that and the body goes, you know, on a, on a run. A mass activation is another one, right? Where people just can't get their systems balanced. And I, I, I tend to think my intuition is it, it comes from um, a lot of the things that you've described, but, but also just the challenge of being in a fairly toxic environment. Um, yeah. We have more, more chemicals than ever. We, you know, we don't move nearly enough. We don't go out in the sun enough. We, you know, we're, we're stressed out by the world around us all the time and social yeah. media and news and all these things. And so that combined with, you know, some underactive uh, or not the best choices of diet, things like that. And you start to stress and everybody has weak links. So it just kind of depends on where your yours are and which ones break. Okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit then about the ingredients and, and the, and the method of action here. So you, you, you list out these ingredients and I know, I know you, you're an engineer by, tra by training. That's how you think. So you went back and you did this research, you sourced these ingredients. Um, you gave a little bit of an intro on what they are, but let's, let's go deep on each one and, and what they, what they do. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just to help people characterize where this product helps or, or how it might be different than other immune products out there. In general, um, if you're talking about D or zinc or C or selenium or things like this, I liken those to like the, those are the raw materials of, I don't love this analogy, but war, we could use war. Or the other one I'm trying to use is, is flying an airplane. Like you need engines, you need uh, 
people on the airplane, you need wings, you need wheels. All that stuff is important for getting from New York to San Francisco. You got to have the zinc, you got to have the copper, you got to have all these raw materials for the immune system work. If you are missing a wing on an airplane, bad things happen for that thing. The same thing is true if you're low in zinc, you're low in C. The Where paraprobiotics come in and where the gut immune interaction comes in is basically the pilots and the flight plan. Somebody's got to be in control of all this machinery and like guiding it to the right destination and making corrections when things go a little sideways, which inevitably this is life, there's always going to be a bump or two. And so paraprobiotics are helping the guidance systems in, I think, in the best way uh, or the easiest way to understand this for your immune system. And so each one of these uh, paraprobiotics was chosen because they modulate certain parts. So for instance, the, uh, the L92 paraprobiotic, it helps modulate uh, Th1, the Th1 side, which again, in Th1 dominant folks in the chronic health world, we think of those people as having environmental allergies, maybe dog or cat allergies. Um, they, they, that's what we see in the research. Uh, Th2 dominant folks are typically autoimmune related folks. I think it's pretty rare to find somebody who has autoimmune condition who also doesn't have some sort of like grass or pollen reaction or some sort of food reaction. So I think that actually more like a teeter-totter. Everyone's kind of focused on putting a label on these folks. And I think their, their T-cell side is, is just teeter-tottering back and forth. And so if we can balance that side, I think we can help both individuals. And so that's what I did with the L92 and the LP20. Um, the L92 modulates the Th1 side a little up and down, and the LP20 modulates the Th2 side. And then the Amuse is sort of the connector that can modulate either side, as well as the innate um, the innate side of the immune system. And so they sort of all play together because there was a lot of um, fear, I think, on my part about what happens if we exacerbate someone's Th2 dominance or their Th1 dominance? Like we wouldn't, I wouldn't want to create a product like that. And so I tried to choose strains that had mechanisms of actions that might interplay with whatever someone's struggling with. Mm, super helpful. So let's go back to the, the method of action. You talked about, yeah, you, you know, you, you've taken these um, young probiotics, they've been heat treated, so they're no longer active, right? That's why you call them paraprobiotics. Right. Um, and that changes the nature of the cell. And then that does something in the cell to cell communication. So go a little bit deeper on what actually is going on there. Well, um, I think we're all still trying to figure it out. But in general, what we know so far is that the cell membranes of, for instance, the live lactic acid bacteria versus the heat killed immature ones have different cell receptors and cell membrane makeup. And so those cell receptors tend to trigger certain things inside of our gut and our immune system. And the membrane, you know, like you said, is they're all pieces of data, right? It's sort of like we're feeding the immune system a little bit different type of data with the makeup of the cell membrane. And so that tends to go in certain pathways. And so in this case, I don't know that they have totally figured out like this interlocks and this hooks up and does this. But what we can say is that the L92, like I said, tends to favor a Th1 um, increase and the L92, the LP20 tends to favor a Th2 increase. Both of them tend to create more T regulatory cells, which help balance the teeter-totter, make it so it's not as volatile. 
Um, and then the amuse interacts with the immune system in some way that increases plasma cytoid dendritic cells. And these PDCs are kind of a new class of uh, immune cell that tend to be more of a leadership role or like a communication role. They can send out more natural killer cells if, if that's needed. They can stimulate more T cells and B cells if that's needed. And so they're kind of more of like a governor. And so that's how the, the immune strain appears to work at this point. Interesting. Is there any source of these kinds of um, of these cells? You know, you you talk about the the paraprobiotics in nature. Like, would you normally get these if any anywhere in nature? I mean, I would assume so. Like, so they're dead, so they're immature, so they got killed at some point through heat or sunlight. Like, let's say that you're playing around the soil. Um, something was growing. Um, maybe there was like a lactic acid ferment that was happening somewhere and then it, it, then it died and that's on the skin or the um, part of the vegetable or something. I, I don't know. Um, I, yeah. I think you would have to be foraging potentially. Yeah. Um, the beta glucans you could find in uh, mushrooms. You could find it, you know, the ours comes from baker's yeast. So any sort of like yeast you ran into in the wild potentially. Um, but it's, yeah, I think you'd have to be, you'd have to be really like amazing or, or we'll have to find out some crazy thing in like 10 years about where they're located in nature. I'm not, not real sure yet. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I always try and think like, where are we separated from, the, you know, nature and the environment we were supposed to be in? Okay. Um, so do, do these products marry well with traditional um, immune support, the quercetin, the vitamin C, the vitamin D it doesn't replace them, right? It seems like it's an, an, an adjunct to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't replace them unless, um, uh, I mean, talk with your doctor, be a, you know, be an informed, um, DIY or whatever you're, you you identify as. Um, so for instance, we have folks who take it and they have mast cell activation and it seems to dampen their histamine responses. It seems to help them with various foods, things like this. And so they might take less quercetin if they were taking mega doses of quercetin in order to inhibit mast cell, um, activation. And so does it replace them? No. May it reduce your dependence on other modifiers for your immune system? The answer is yes, according to our customer feedback. But in general, like I said, it's not gonna it's not gonna replace low selenium or low zinc or low vitamin D or low vitamin A or low um, yeah. C. All these things are needed for a great immune system as well, a smart immune system. Holo immune is more like the guidance once you have all of that uh, raw material. Yeah, super helpful. I like that the flight plan, the, the the pilot analogy. Yeah, that you that you gave previously. Okay, um, so you talk a little bit about um, you know, I mean, immunity and respiratory issues have been top line for 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 folks. So let's talk a little bit about how does it help with respiratory, you know, skin issues. My wife tends to have um, you know, skin rashes and things like that. So let's talk a little bit about how it can help uh, with those two two things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, one way to describe these things again is sort of like I'm more of a visual learner and a visual person. And the gut is sort of the first experience of these things. And then they pass information from the gut to the immune system. And then the immune system goes out to the rest of your body. There's immune system in your lungs and your brain and your skin everywhere. 
So the reaches of the immune system are very vast after it comes in contact with the gut. And uh, what these raw ingredient makers have done is they've started to to run studies on various like interactions with the immune system. So L92 has been studied in in um, kids as well as adults with eczema, and they've shown less uh, like rashes and less sores and things like that over a eight week time frame. Like it gets better every week over eight weeks. Um, there's been studies from all three of the manufacturers on less lost workdays due to sickness. Um, there's been studies in the various, uh, uh, especially with, um, the LP 20 for influenza, sort of like if you give influenza to certain mice and you give it to others, like how well and how active are the mice and the mice who get the paraprobiotics are more active. They, um, they exhibit less symptoms of that. Um, it's also been studied in, in the humans for influenza and, and they see like quicker return to work, less symptomology, things like that. So it doesn't cure anything. It doesn't treat anything. Um, it appears to just support your immune, your natural immunity to recover or deal with whatever the, the injury is. And so when you have the misfires, you'll have things like rashes that are unexplainable. The dermatologist can't really explain them to you. There's not a lot of patterns. You'll have these ongoing eczema reactions and things like this. And if we can tone down that out of balanceness, it appears for not everyone, but some people, you can get a reduction in that symptomology by just like dampening the out of balance immune uh, reaction that's happening in the gut. Yeah, super, su super helpful. So it's basically modulating the immune system and helping the rest of the body adapt to its environment, adapt to the input, and, you know, modulate the respiratory um, and the skin responses to um, the environment. Um, what about traditional gut issues like SIBO, CIFO, IBS? I mean, I know you've got products here that I, that I take every day that I love that help with gut, but how does a pair of probiotic help or not help with traditional kind of gut issues. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt any of those treatments or any of those issues. And in my opinion, it's only going to help. Uh, you would have to just test the product and find out if it's particularly helpful for your condition. Um, and the reason why is one of the reasons you're in a, a situation with a chronic gut infection is your, your immune system, your defenses are down and they're not able to just allow you to live naturally. And so if we're going to improve our immune responses, make them smarter, that's going to help with any sort of killing program you're on or any sort of defense program to try to ward off a, a reinfection or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's helpful. What about tight junction function, right? I mean, when the immune system's overreactive, it breaks those tight junctions down, you get leaky gut and the the products and the ingredients themselves have not been studied per se to, I haven't seen anything that says like this helps with tight junction function specifically, but it's, I don't believe it's going to hurt either. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about some of the complex folks out there? You know, part of my passion and mission is to help those that have dealt with Lyme or mold because it's quite a, it's quite a crazy journey. I mean, and when you have Lyme, you know, your immune system gets completely scrambled. The spirochetes hide themselves um, any data or customer experience, you know, on, on that front in terms of relieving symptoms, helping people feel better? Um, not, not specifically on Lyme that I can speak to. We do have a, a large percentage of our customer base that identifies as having mold issues and they seem to tolerate the product very well. I know That's there's great. some, sometimes there's a lot of, uh, 
consternation around the the sourcing of the ingredients and whether or not they'll react to them. You can always open the capsule and do a sprinkle or whatever. But in general, uh, most people do not react to this, even the mast cell folks. And what I would say is, again, as part of a proper protocol from your provider, it could be helpful. And in general, what we see is whether you identify as Lyme or mold or GI or whatever your issue is, is less reactivity to the things you're struggling. So if you're struggling to re add foods to your diet, if you're struggling to adapt to new environments, like you get, like you can't go to hotels, you can't, you know, you can't leave your residence because you have to have everything so buttoned down mold wise that you literally cannot interact with the world in a normal way. This product seems to allow people to interact with the world in a more normal way. Yeah, that's really fantastic. I mean, I, I think people who are healthy don't necessarily appreciate what people go through when your immune system becomes dysregulated or you have Lyme and mold. Like you become, you know, reactive to to everything um, and, and can be really sensitive. And sort of the, you know, the limbic system then starts to get involved and it starts to ratchet things down. So then you've got the immune system is dysregulated and the limbic system becomes dysregulated people can go through quite quite a spell and untangling and unboxing this. So it's it's great to have a tool in the tool chest to kind of help modulate things, slow it all down. You're gonna be okay. You can travel, you know. Um cool. Um so let's talk about how people would would get started with this. Like is you know give some guidance to people maybe who are sensitive, you know, where they start versus someone who's just you know doing okay but wants to modulate their immune system. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously if you're super sensitive and you have to start with sprinkles of something else, please open the capsule and start with sprinkles of holoimmune as well to just slowly, you know, increase your body's awareness of these compounds. Um, so most people will start with like a half capsule or a quarter capsule if that's how sensitive they are. Um, these capsules have been studied at up to five times the dose that's in our product, just one of them. This is the only product in the marketplace. And this is the first time it's ever been done where we've combined all three together. But one of the LP20 was studied at five times the the trademark dosage, which is you know what the rest of the studies were. And they didn't have any severe adverse reactions. That's not a sensitive population, but that's just to say that there's potential to increase the dosage. L92 has been studied at five or six times its dosage that's in the product as well. So the dosages are exactly what has been studied. And these companies have also done aggressive dosing studies in order to try to find out if there's a limit to how much you can modulate or uh, interact with the immune system. And so far, the data seems pretty tolerable. That being said, anybody could react to this, you know, and we have given refunds for people who, who do just can't tolerate it. So uh, we're happy to do that. That's why we have a refund guarantee. And we know that every individual circumstance requires, you know, individual variation and we're not going to stand in your way if it's just not for you. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've tolerated the product very well. I've been on it for over a month. Um, I increased it recently this week to uh, two per day. I seem to be doing, you know, really fine. I'm going to be traveling internationally in three weeks. So I'm, I'm very excited to have, you know, a, a tool like this in my arsenal when I'm going to be in a <laughs> aluminum tube for, you know, eight, eight hours and, uh, you know, um, so yeah, I'm really excited to have uh, you know this in in the uh, in the in the arsenal. Um, so anything, any advice, words of advice for people, you know, in terms of you know getting started and having experience with it. Start slow, work up slowly. Any other any other words of advice for folks? Um, 
I mean, it seems to work really well for uh, women over 40 who are have some brain fatigue and, and brain fog. Um, so there's a growing population of those people that are taking it and loving it. it. seems to work really well for people with rashes or unexplained uh, food sensitivities. They've tried even some of our products like tributyrin and other things that help with leaky gut, but they're still struggling with tolerance to grasses, pollens, and foods. Um, and like you said... Um, start slow and don't be afraid to try one or two a day. Uh, a lot of people do find better benefit at two a day. Other people are just great at one. So, um, you know, just play around. Uh, and if you're super sensitive, go slow. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything that I should have asked you, but I didn't? Um, I mean, it's a great question. You know, I can't think of, you know, the the one person who might take this. Is there any like people who shouldn't take this product? Mm. Um, and the answer is uh, not that I'm aware of. We don't have any conclusions yet about any specific demographics that don't do well. Um, and then in case people are wondering, uh, for people who have those imbalances in it and they they have those experiences, you should start to notice things in like one to two weeks. Now, there is a group of people who don't seem to have a lot of imbalances, and they will notice things like when the rest of the workplace gets sick, maybe they don't get sick, things like that. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Stephen, um, I've got to wrap it. I know you've got a hard stop soon as well. Um, thanks so much for being on the podcast. People can visit healthygut.com and use the discount code THRIVE15 for 15% off. Um, I highly recommend this as, as well as the other um, products. So thanks so much. Thanks, Eric. Did you know that your immune system has two branches, Th1 and Th2, innate and the adaptive system, and that 80% of your immune function resides in your gut. However, the immune system become, can become dysregulated, either through stress, illness, um, life events, things like that. And also you can develop poor cell-to-cell -cell communication. So in other words, things can become dysregulated. Now, traditional immune support like vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, N-acetylcysteine, echinacea, things like that, elderberry, those are all great. Those are ingredients that your immune system can use to do its job. But what if the flight plans have gotten a little bit scrambled? Well, there's a way to deal with that now, right? There's a, there's a new kid on the block, um, that's a new class of immune support that actually targets the gut uh, where 80% of the immune function resides. And it's called Holoimmune. And it's a new class of product because it's a para-probiotic. So these are strains of young probiotics that have been heat treated and, and killed. And so that changes the cellular nature and how they communicate yeah, with the cells in the gut. And so it really basically modulates the immune system and rebalances Th1 and Th2 and enables better cell-to-cell -cell communication. I've had great results with this product. I take two every day um, you know, with my breakfast. I feel more energy. I feel more balanced. Um, so this is a great addition to your immune support, and I think it's worthy of you giving it a try. You can visit healthygut.com and use the discount code THRIVE15 for 15% off your order for Holoimmune or any of the Healthy Gut products. Thanks and enjoy.